Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Now, for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world on HBO pay-per-view, ladies and gentlemen, from Mandalay Bay, Las Vegas, uh, let's get ready to rumble! Hello sports fans and thank you for listening to the TTM Sports Show, the sports podcast that's by the fans for the fans where you can guarantee explosive debate trending topics big interviews and guests and regular uploads proudly sponsored by prestige paving and patios and anstis grounds and gardens so strap yourself in for the latest episode of the ttm sports show Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Hello and welcome to episode 74 of the TTM Sports Show. My name is James. Um, my name's James. And together we are TTM Sports. Okay, on tonight's episode, it's all about money. The game that we know, the game that we love, the game that keeps us going every single day of our lives. A different drama-filled etiquette, a different drama-filled day of Life within the football universing landscape, James. What dominates that landscape? Money. It's money, money, money. So football now, um, to many of us, to the football purists, we're looking at it now and we're thinking, football, it's just become a money machine. It's it's all about the money. Um, we're going to go through some different areas. We're going to talk about transfers. Yeah. We're going to talk about people, you know, rich billionaires buying clubs. Yeah. Newcastle. We're going to talk about the TV money um, having an impact. Um, so firstly, James, money in football. 
it's obviously necessary. Football's big business. It's entertainment. It's bums on seats. It's world-class stadiums. It's advertisement. It's West Ham having a Californian uh, holiday advisory uh, company as a sponsor who don't want to be involved because of Kurt Zuma. You know, it all comes down to money. And let's be honest... Touching on Kurt Zuma, if he wasn't worth forty-five million pounds and they just signed him, would they have been getting rid of him? Maybe. Well, no, we'd be in jail because of his animal cruelty situation. It's all about the money. So first, no, no, let's have it though. Let's have it right. Yeah, with Kurt Zuma, right. One, I always thought he was going to severely injure a player with how reckless and heavy he can be going mm. in onto challenges. Yeah. You know the sort. You know the sort on a Saturday and, you, and you've got that big centre-back, big muscly guy, heavy-legged, slow to react, goes straight. I like a, an Eduardo, Matt Taylor situation. Yeah. I feel he's got that bit about him, you mm. know? On his day, fantastic player. There's no dispute in that fact whatsoever. But if you was to have a WhatsApp video released about you and you're kicking your cat around the kitchen, what happens to you? I would have been in some serious danger of losing my job. And would you then argue that you could have had uh, criminal proceedings brought against you uh, and potential stint in jail for animal cruelty? I think it's possible that so that, why could, isn't that could have happened. Um, when it comes down to, to the thing, you know... That we're talking about. It it's all down, about money and prestige all, and status. It's all about the money because at the end of the day, if West Ham said, okay, that's it, we're going to sack you, you're in breach of your contract, it's gross misconduct, we're going to mm. sack you tomorrow. He goes out there, okay, well, somebody somebody gets a £40 million centre-back for free. And oh. that's what that's where the money comes well, into Do you not it. think these players are... Insu- do you not think that players should be... Let's talk about money. Do you not think that players should be have an insurance or a clause within their contract if they do something that, let's say, if you have a criminal conviction after you sign this contract and you're criminally convicted of something, that actually the clubs then get a payout from the, let's say, footballers insurance company? Uh, it, well, it, it's think worth... Think about them, but think about... Hold on, hold hold on. You, I could have just stumbled maybe across a business idea that may, might already be out, but imagine a company... <laughs> I'm sure it's been covered. You know, like an insurance company for football clubs through every single deal that's done i.e. if you have a £5 million deal 5% of that deal goes to an insurance if you have a £100 million deal 5% of that deal goes to insurance so they could have a, maybe a, a £4.5 million insurance so what you're on. saying is so out of all it, the transfer fees they would generate yeah. hundreds and hundreds of millions and millions of dollars you could have a viable business if a player then gets convicted they wouldn't even matter to the insurance company because all of all the football transfers they're going to be quids in so you could cover the cost so of the what, what, you're, what you're saying and then is, ban yeah. him yeah, but uh, should he be banned from playing football forever because he kicked a cat? No, I, I think he should have a ban over time. It's not like so the as FA. If... The, the FA are the only people that can ban him from playing. Yes, in this country, is it is it a breach of any FA rules? I think it's an ethical breach of FA rules. It is, but I mean. It's a difficult one. There's kicking think, a cat, and then you, yeah. you could have obviously, let's say, you know, heaven forbid, went further, and then that would be a yeah. very different conversation. Yeah, that but I think having. it's worth mentioning that he hasn't been convicted of anything. Um, he is still, you know... He, well, the cat isn't going to ring up the bloody police, is it? <laughs> no, it's not. But anyway, I think we're going a little bit off topic. If we, let's start with transfers, James. Money money in transfers now, ridiculous. I've mentioned it before um, on the podcast, where I think there's a little bit of a... A change in um, the way that big transfers, particularly the elite players, uh, how their transfers are going to work now. We've seen, you know, this summer an unprecedented amount of world-class players worth upwards of fifty million coming available on a free transfer. Paul Pogba, for example, Kylian Mbappe uh, becoming free. Antonio Rudiger, you know, good, good players, which which previously wouldn't have ever been able to leave on a free. And players now, along with their agents, are, are sort of they're almost 
holding their nerve on these these big transfers where, you know, maybe Paul Pogba could have left two, three years ago, gone to Real Madrid for 100 million or 80 million or whatever. And Raiola would take a nice little cut of that. And so I think Pogba. it would be very naive for anybody to think, and I'm not calling you naive. I, I, I know you know your football even deeper than I do. But let's be brutally honest. Do we really think conversations between Paul Pogba's next club and his agent and him have not already taken place? Well, of course, Abby. He, he isn't going to drop in. Aware of every, you know. He isn't going to drop in talent over the next eighteen months or when these conversations about a new contract at United started off. Let's be brutally honest. If he doesn't sign a new contract, we all know why. The deal's been done elsewhere. It's just I can't make it public because it'd be done for tapping up. And then, yeah, exactly. But then, but then it comes into the what the money side of it. So the money's talking in football. Whereas previously the club, you know, Man United would have had all the money in that transfer. Now they're going to get nothing. Exactly. They're going to, going to go away with nothing. And, yeah, and, well, player and, power, agents, you know, agents but, need to be all regulated. That money, you know, let's say that transfer. They should be regulated. If you wanted to sign Paul Pogba in the summer, you're going to have to shell out a large amount of money, but not as much money as you would have done if you had to pay a transfer fee. So they will absolutely load Raiola and load Pogba up with, with cash. They should be regulated, Same with Mbappe. They've got to be regulated How? to have a maximum ceiling of any potential fee that they can take. So if the deal's 100 million, you can only get a maximum of 500,000 pounds a deal. And if, the, and if it's, and if it's so if it's fifty million, you can only get a maximum of five hundred thousand pounds a deal, max. To yeah. stop these guys having control, <coughs> because at the minute the clubs don't have, you know, you're even coughing. It's that bad. I you, know. you know, the clubs, the clubs back in the day would have signed a contract with the the player would have signed a contract with the club. The club would then have ultimate access over that player, image rights, everything. Then image rights come into it, so the player then starts to get yeah. a little snip out of it. <clears> then the players now then seem to get the seem to get the player power, and now the players are even being chucked out of the way of the piece of the pie. And all you've got is this mystery mystery man slash woman or whoever, or let's say representative, a player representative. Mm has now come in here and they're the ones that are now controlling everything the player agent is in control of a player's career and also the club because let's be brutally honest the club has no say whatsoever because as soon as a player doesn't want to play for a club you don't want an unhappy player at the club no and you know but it's almost it's almost mental to think so Kylian Mbappe is arguably, you know, in the week I was hearing him with know, Haaland and, and you know, say Bellingham, the, yeah, the, but, the but next, the next um, phase. Mbappe, yeah, he, you know, he's up there now, one of the best players in the world, no doubt about it. Probably one of the hottest um, young properties in world football. Who else, at the age of twenty-two, has you know won a World Cup and everything else that Mbappe's done? Scored the goals that he's done. The young him. Omri, maybe. Exactly. So that's the sort of bracket of player we're talking about. The fact that he can walk away in the summer for free he is available for free in the summer obviously we know it's not free it just means that PSG are not going to get a transfer fee for him and this is, doesn't even matter well, because PSG's the, situation dictate and, that a transfer fee doesn't even and this matter is where, this is where we're going to come into it now uh, we'll just actually just keep going on transfers for example mm. we've had obviously the Newcastle money come in big big debate um, about these players now joining Newcastle uh, Kieran Trippier was one that that was thrown around. Oh yeah, he went, he, went, he went for the love of the club, didn't he? Um, oh come on! I, I'm not having it. How many how many more times do we have to sit here on a podcast and turn around and say that Kieran Trippier went to Newcastle because he loved the club? Kieran Trippier went to Newcastle United. Because he's going to get a lot of money. Or else, if he wanted to... Let's be honest, he was in the Champions League. He could have easily went back. He could have signed for Chelsea. He could have signed for Tottenham again. He could have went back to Tottenham Hotspur. And you mean... Are you really meaning to say me... You know, shocking as it is... To say that Tottenham Hotspur are a more attractive pro- proposition than Newcastle? You know, when Mike Ashley was... You know, six months ago, they weren't. 
Yeah. And if now they are. But the thing is, and, yeah. And I wonder why. But if you'd have looked at Kieran Trippier, even in the summer, blank, you know, blank canvas, um, you know, you could say, you know, they weren't in a relegation battle at that point or anything else. Let's say they went out in the summer and they went to Kieran Trippier realistically and said, right, Kieran, um, I know you've just won La Liga with um, Atletico. You've had a good Euros with England. Um, you but know, come and play with Paul Dummett. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Do you want to come No to disrespect, Paul. He'd have looked at them in the summer... And, a, and and he wouldn't have even entertained that conversation. Of course no. he wouldn't. Now... But according to Newcastle fans... Oh, ho, ho, ho. Well, according to Newcastle well, fans, he wants to know. be close to his family. Oh, in, uh, in, you know, in all so the... why didn't he move back to Burnley then? Exactly. Because they weren't paying. And all, all I'm hearing is, oh, well, they, you know, he's on the same money uh, that he was at Atletico. Let's, let's well, get, let's get real here. Atletico Madrid are a elite European football club. They've got one of the nicest stadiums in Europe. They've got lots of money. They pay good manager. They cheat, pay, but a good manager. They pay Simeone. He's the highest paid manager in. Um, He's done well for a cheat. In the world. He's done well. <laughs> so what I'm trying to say is, we know that Atletico pay anyway. So yeah, he might be on the same money that he is at Atletico. I bet that ain't small chump change what he's on at Atletico so for Newcastle the highest paid manager in the world so, but for Newcastle to sign Kieran Trippier with let's say let's say he's earning £150,000 a week which he would be at Atletico well what are Newcastle's current fullbacks earning what's, what's Javier Manquillo earning £25,000 a week so you know so football the, manager so money, I tell you and I'd argue that he talks. would be on in between seventeen and forty grand a week Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Tops. But you've, you've absolutely blown that out of the water with Trippier. Of course it is, because they're week. rich. And would Trippier have gone to Newcastle for 45 grand a week or whatever? No. no of, course, of course not. So, so why can't Newcastle fans, you know, apart from Rainey, who we had on, who seems to be the most realistic Newcastle fan in the world, mm. and unfortunately Newcastle fans out there, if you're listening to me, disagree with me if you will, but unfortunately 75% of you have fallen into the Manchester City trap of, oh, we're now... Uh, we're now a massive club and we always have been for the last for the last 65 to 70 years. Look at our trophy cabinet. Better get the dust off because the cash is paying for it now. Yeah, exactly. And and that brings us on nicely to, obviously, the the real talking point with money in football. We know money, you know, TV money, actually. Let's, let's go to that, the TV money. You know, you can now get um, Premier League games never, ever played at 3 o'clock on a Saturday purely because of the TV money that all the Premier League clubs now... Um, it's for the survive, world global audience, on, isn't it? That's survive why. on, you know, billions and well, billions mid- of well, pounds. What's midday? Midday in the UK may be prime time in another country that's maybe a key contributor, a contributor yeah, you know, to the Premier League in exactly. terms of sponsorship. And look, let's let's be brutally honest. The Premier League is that good, and I will give a bit of football snobbery to the English league. It's that good that people all around the world are massive fans of it. Because look at it: you've got the best players, you've got the biggest clubs, you've got the greatest stadiums, you've got the best fans, and as far as I'm concerned, the best technical styles of play on earth. Minus what? 
the Munich, wor- we got the Barca, ref- we got the Real, referees. and a couple of Italian clubs. Yeah, exactly. Um, and okay, and, and, and just real quick one: football purists, obviously, like ourselves, we love football from all around the world. You you could you could get me to watch Melbourne victory. I would have loved to watch it against uh, the team from Adelaide. I would love to watch Rio against you know Boca against uh, you know Boca Juniors playing against Newell's Old Boys. I'll be there. I would love to watch Corinthians against Botafogo or Santos. <laughs> I would love to be there too. But let's be brutally honest: Are you meaning to tell me you know 5 p.m. on a Sunday night? Night, Liverpool, Man City, Anfield under the lights. Come on! Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's the best product going, um, and that's why it gets the most TV money. But the TV money again, you know. Well, you could go to France and watch Lorient against Bordeaux. But the TV money now dictates uh, almost dictate. You know, we, we've had the issue with um, Jurgen Klopp had the issue last year with the Champions League games on a Wednesday playing on twelve o'clock on a Saturday um, several times. Yeah, but but the but reason. Let's be honest, but folks, that's, but, you know, so, I, I disagreed with him there, and I love the bloke. I'm a Liverpool fan. He's the greatest thing ever to hit our club for nearly thirty years. But the reality is, there, Alex Ferguson played sometimes on a Saturday at twelve o'clock. Yeah, they that's did. That's nothing but, new. But why? But why are they? Why are they making? Uh, you know, let's be honest. Um, Liverpool, they're one of our best um, hopes in Europe. Why are we not looking after them in a way? Oh, I agree. Where, they where, do in know, Germany. Le- in Germany, they'll play on a Friday night. Then they'll play on the Tuesday in the Champions League and then they won't play till the Sunday because they're looking after their clubs. They want their clubs to do well. We're not. We're trying to squeeze a pound of flesh out of them every time. Let's get them straight back out there on a Saturday so we can stick it on BT and get some money for it. Oh, I, I, complete, I completely agree with you 100%. And money, in some ways, if you talk to, let's say, our fathers or older listeners of the podcast who we value massively, actually, the real, mm. I would say, majority of listeners over the age of, let's say, 45 to 50, f- uh, fans that have seen... Both football worlds, we're talking, you know, the last of the days in the mid-70s all the way up to when football was invented in 1993, the difference. And in my world, there's there's two footballs. They've seen it both ways. And what I'm trying to say is, is look, we know that, that money has changed the game in some ways it's changed it for better. I feel that there's bits of football now which is better than what it was. But also, some things are worse. Yeah, and, and you know, money always brings out the worst in people as well. Certainly when you're talking about big sums of money and, and, and serious sums of cash are on the line. Um, it's crazy, it's crazy. But the, the the worst thing... It needs to be regulated. Man City, you know, yeah. breaking uh, FIFA financial fair play, not once, but twice after a warning. But, but why did they get away with it? Because they got the most money and they got the best lawyers and they went to the court of arbitration It's, an, it's a joke. And, and, and that, that title, you could you could argue that they cheated in 2014, which would have given Stephen Gerrard a winner's medal. Well, you know, and you may think that's petty and you may think that's ridiculous and silly, but at least Man United under Ferguson, yes, they spent a ton of money. They spent a shitload of cash and we all know they did, but at least they did it legitimately. Yeah. And as a Liverpool fan, as a Liverpool fan, you know, Liverpool and Man United, as we as we both know, don't get on very well. There is an underlying deep football-rooted respect, which is there and should be there. And even I can turn around and say, well, that club under Ferguson and Martin Edwards and David Gill built that football club properly without breaking the rules, unlike those guys across the other side of Manchester. And then their fans love to rub the noses of other football clubs into the melting pot of you've got no money and we don't care. Yeah. Um, and it brings us on nicely, James. I know this is something that you feel very passionately about. Um, and a lot of people do as well. But uh, also, though, a, just, lot, just of, a, a lot of people don't James, because... Go on. Just before we go in, you know, and people go, well, Liverpool have spent money. Liverpool have spent millions and millions and millions and millions and millions. Well, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. 
I could argue Nets spend, but I won't. Okay, I won't. You saw Coutinho. You and I both know that they reinvested that money in Alisson and, and Van Dijk. Okay, fair game. How much money has Klopp earned that football club? In competition victories, everything. This is nothing. Commercially off the field under Martin Edwards and the commercial team under FSG has taken Liverpool to new heights, just like the commercial ability of Manchester United mm. around the world made that money. Yeah, Liverpool, like Tottenham, okay, small club as they are, but oh, like okay. Tottenham, uh, are not going to be in financial difficulty because they're ran properly. Yeah. Where, whereas you have Chelsea, Newcastle and Manchester City, I just believe that that's reckless... Uh, splurges without regulation. No, so what it is... Um, Sorry. We're, we're talking about does money talk in football? Does money talk? Well, the answer is right in front of us. Yes, it does. Because Man City... It does in life, James. Man City were bought by Sheikh Mansour in 2008, right? Yeah, yeah. Let's look at Man City in 2008 or where they were previous to that. They, they were... Like a ball at left well, back. Let, let's go Man City. Losing 8-1 to Middlesbrough or 8-0, I don't know, you know, 6-1, whatever it was. Who was the best player that Man City had before... Oh, Stephen Ireland, Michael yeah, Richards that, coming yeah, through, that, Sean Wright Phillips, you know, you know that that's, team. But, but Wright Phillips went to Chelsea when the money came in. He did. You know, as soon as Chelsea got the money and they they fancied a bit of Sean Wright Phillips, yeah, he was straight down there. Because Chelsea are obviously a bigger club and and, the, and money talked at the time. But what I will say is Michael Richards never left and you have to give the no, kid credit. No, but was that down to the injury? So Annie also, he was there at a time when like, like Joe Hart when it was just coming, coming through in, and they were yeah. able to evolve with that club. And Michael Richards, to be fair, if it wasn't for the injuries, was a he very, very good class, player. Yeah. Very, very like good Like Levy player. King. Yeah, very similar. Um, but Like James Harrison, he was a wonderful, you know, wonderfully technically but, but Man City before, you know, at Main Road, you know, the ground wasn't necessarily great. They were no, a bit the of a yo-yo. The, was it the Kipax? The Kipax the stand? The Kipax stand, yeah, yeah Kipax. <laughs> um, but they were sort of middle of the run. Oh, they, come on, they mate. Were Let's leave. just come off it. They were a bang average Premier League team like Aston Villa... You know, let's be honest. I don't even think they were big. I don't even think they were. No, no, no. They were a big club. They are. They're, they're a big club. Like like Leeds are a big club. Yeah, or they were yeah? sort of. You like know, Everton are a big club. I don't club. think they were in that bracket though. Oh, I, I don't do. Think, I think they were more in the sort Play, of playing Fulham. squad. They were. Yeah, no, Fulham. no. Play, Burnley, no, no. James, James, I'm going to have to disagree here. As much as as much as I dislike Man City fans for their football snobbery, what I will give them credit for is they historically have been uh, a top flight yeah. English club that deserve respect of being a top sixteen club. That's a fact. Mm. And, but you're on about at the turn of this, you know, just at the, the beginning of the, 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 the noughties or whatever it was, or the, the tens. Yeah. They were probably the 15th to 18th best squad yeah. in the league. I would Is say, Is that what yeah. you're saying? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then out of over, almost overnight, suddenly they've got an unlimited amount of money, like Newcastle have got now. Yeah, Robinho turns up. Robinho turns up, yeah. And they suddenly start signing um, players like Ilano. Yeah. Um, <laughs> No, I think he may have been there before. Ilana. Under Sven Goran Eriksson, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. he was actually. So, I mean, who did they sign? Martin Petrov. Um, I think he was there before was as well. He's, okay, well, no, let's no. go. I'm trying to go uh, back. I'm and thinking think like Manchester City. They, well, they brought in Robinho. They brought in Colo Torre. They brought in Emmanuel Adebayor. Gail Clichy. It was those Sammy days. Nasri, exactly. You know, and they went and hoovered days. everyone up. Adi Bayor. Exactly. Gareth Barry. Yeah, exactly. So they went in and they started hoovering all these players up. Yeah, good, good players. And, and and they essentially bought their way to success. Of course they did. And within was it? I think it was within three years they had. So with, within three years they were signing Yaya Torre, who at the time was a Champions League yeah, Champions League winner with um, Barcelona. Barcelona, part of one of the greatest teams you know we've ever seen in this planet. And they were going and snapping up players like that. And then and then the, the level went even further. under a manager that's never done it with a bang average club. But carry on. Yeah. And they went they went and snap. Then they go they raise it to the next level again. They go and get Aguero. They go and get David Silva. They go and get world prospects 
you know, top 25 They had Michael Johnson. In, yeah, I mean, come on, that was before the money. But, exactly. Sorry, uh, it just you know, popped uh, into my head his rosy cheeks. Yeah, he, he went off off the rails a little bit and never quite worked for him. Yeah. But um, good promise. Stephen play. Island as well, the pair of them. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and, and it's just this concept now in football where you can, and we're going to see it now with Newcastle, where you could literally buy a club all right, let's take financial fair play. I'd buy Forest. You know? I'd buy Forest. Uh, but Newcastle, you know, it's a great... Big, massive club. You know, we were in the Twitter spaces earlier. Fans were laughing at me because I turned around and said that Newcastle, with the investment that will match Manchester City's, will be ahead of them in six or seven years' time in a bigger club. I think... They've I got think more fans than City. Clearly. They I sell out 55,000 every week. They were in the championship. Man City, the championship. Man City have done it very clever in the same way that Chelsea Yeah, they've done the City Group. Yeah, they've, the, the City Group helps. And we know, um, me and Jake, we'll do another podcast on the City Group because we've done a lot of research on the Manchester City Group. New York Red Bulls, Melbourne Victory, Sevilla, no, uh, was it, uh, who were the club in Spain? Levante, I think it was. Getafe. Also, um, Toulouse, someone like that in a, or EAC, Troyes or something, what it is in. There's clubs all over the place, part of the City group at the moment and there's players being transferred between uh, Manchester City we found a, we found a, we found a known African player didn't we mm. um, and he went he, where did he go he went he ended, up at, he ended up at Shakhtar or something like that Shakhtar it was an unbelievable there was a missing transfer fee after he signed for Manchester City and they made three and a half million on him we never kicked a ball for them yeah. that's how they're getting the money like well, Chelsea Jack, oh Jack Harrison take Jack Harrison for example um, went over to America did a scholarship went through the draft system um uh, eventually goes to New York City FC with Gerard, uh, with with Lampard and Perlo and Davivia plays in that team already part of the City group so that club is owned by Man City Man City then whip him up for about 2 million send him out on loan to Middlesbrough uh, bring him back he then goes out on loan to Leeds for 2 seasons and they sell him to Leeds for 17 million never kicked a ball for Man City I think it's an absolute dis- I, I just honestly that club I, I mean from but if they, they would have done, done it legitimately James they said it like, like, and they're going to say well we have done it legitimately we have to yeah alright what they've done is they've created their own group that's like they say the, there you go Liverpool bringing out their own group James right sorry to interrupt you again but it's like Liverpool bringing out a group called uh, called the Mersey group and under the Mersey group you have New York you, you know you have uh, I don't know LA Galaxy mm. you have you have uh, Getafe you have you have uh, Bordeaux you have in Italy Siena mm. and, and clubs all over the world and there's money and sponsorship coming through to the Abu Dhabi group. Well, come on. You, you cannot tell me that there isn't a... Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Somewhere down the line between all those and the, and the football club. And they're getting around this with technicalities. Mm. You can, Honestly, they, they haven't... Like Man United back in the days would have got the money from the TV money and they would have distributed it around. They would have went, right, Carrington Training Complex, late 90s, built, done. They'd done up Old Trafford completely and explicitly. Wonderful ground, mm. as we know, yeah? All singing and dancing. And then they, ex- they, um, they really jumped on their presence commercially around the world in Africa and Asia especially and those and then they reap the benefits later down the line where Manchester City are doing all that but also in a quicker time period but I also I just don't believe 
that 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 it's been done. It, it, something's not right. Do you know? It doesn't feel right. And you know, again, you could argue no smoke without fire. And and I think with Newcastle, um, it, it's going to be the same thing. But I do fear for Newcastle because maybe the regulatory boards of UEFA don't want maybe English success. Don't want mm. uh, you know Premier League clubs to dominate anymore, and they may start to come down on them. As long I've, as PSG and Real Madrid and Barcelona can keep spending irres- you know irresponsibly, I'm sure that that'll be fine. Though. I'm I think Newcastle need to just bear with because I think it's going to take. The football landscape was different in 2008. You had Arsenal on a decline and Man City whipped away a lot of their good players. There was no one else, was there? It was only Man United uh, top, and Chelsea. Tottenham were... It was Tottenham only Man United, were, mate, it was Man United no, no, and Chelsea. It was that Man was United it. and Chelsea. So Man City were able to firstly break into that top four quicker because there wasn't the competition. Liverpool weren't a force like they are now um, in 2008. We had a good season 2008-9 but then dropped. Yeah. Um, Tottenham weren't what they are now. No, nope. you didn't have a you didn't have a Leicester. You didn't have nope. you know the quality of the Premier League now is so high. You know you could give Newcastle five hundred million. Well, still, touch sides, mate. they wouldn't even that wouldn't even bring them up to the levels of Leicester. Tottenham, Wolves, Leicester, even Aston Villa. Yeah. you know Newcastle they've got a bit of a way to go. Whereas Man City did it in five years from but you're the seeing money it immediately, to a league aren't title. You? But you're seeing it now, aren't you? Immediately as they're now out of the bottom three. We we argue the other week that Leeds United would have been in a relegation battle. And Dan, one of our most avid listeners who's probably listening to the trial going yeah yeah look how that worked out for you well, let me tell you something Sunshine let me tell you something Newcastle United are less than two to three points away from Leeds United and Everton if they win they'll go above Leeds United if Newcastle keep playing the way they're playing and Everton keep picking up results and Leeds keep going the way they're going I'm telling you now Leeds United will turn around and behind them they will have they will have Norwich Watford and Burnley for I company think the problem and is, I, I want to say I told you so but the gap might be just a little bit too I big think, I, I don't see Watford getting out of it now I think I know Hodgson's gone in he, he, they had their first clean sheet do you think sheet, it's Burnley or bust I think it's Burnley or bust yeah I think Burnley are the only ones that can get out of it now Norwich you never know um, with Norwich Stino. Uh, you know they're, they're certainly better under Dean Smith Picking up results, but back to um, you know, it's money. It's money that's got Newcastle out of it, James. It's yeah, exactly. And money talks. You know, they've spent ninety-three million pound in January. Within four weeks, they're out of the relegation zone because Honestly. money talks. And you look at somebody like Watford, who never really spent any big money. The only big money they ever spend is on um, payouts to managers they've sacked. And look where they are. Burnley, they've had to invest in January. And like we say, it's Burnley or Bust, really. They're the only ones with a, really with a squeak, but they've got to win like four games in hand. It's very, very difficult down there. But Newcastle, again, they've bought their way out. And then that will put them on a level playing field. As long as they keep their Premier League status, they can finish one point above the relegation zone. Their fans will be happy. They can go into next season with, with, with a blank checkbook um, in the summer. Now, I heard things, you know, I heard today um, people talking about Pogba going there on a free. Um, you know what a yeah, match made gonna, in heaven yeah, that would be gonna, yeah he's going to want to go and play uh, no Champions League football disagree think he goes to Madrid or PSG just, if I was Pogba just go just go PSG love a freebie just go to PSG yeah. you're in your home nation you're a world class central midfielder I know it you know it the dustman everybody knows it just go back there and just let Wijnaldum go back to Newcastle yeah yeah I mean that would be a good good trade off but what do I know um but yeah should we end it there before I end up throwing the laptop out the window yeah. because I'm sick and tired of clubs like Manchester City and Newcastle fans who are turning round and saying to us you know feel sorry for us please we're having such a difficult time with our horrible owners all of a sudden you win the national lottery and oh yeah well you know just so we had the Manchester City fan tonight on the Twitter spaces yeah don't worry about it you know we're just going to turn up and play Man United never trade in an exercise that's what I'm talking mm. about 
Yeah, remember where you've come from. And I'll end it on that note. That is all from me. And that's all from me. And we'll see you again very, very soon. Hello, sports fans, and thank you for listening to the TTM Sports Show. The sports podcast that's by the fans, for the fans. Where you can guarantee explosive debate. Trending topics. Big interviews and guests. And regular uploads. Proudly sponsored by Prestige Paving and Patios. And Anstis Grounds and Gardens. So strap yourself in for the latest episode of the TTM Sports Show. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.